Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost gets involved in the national election battle, mostly to oppose a move by Texas to deprive people in four states of their votes. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine extends his coronavirus curfew into January, calls on Ohioans once again to take precautions against the coronavirus, but gives dispensation to Browns fans to violate his curfew by attending Monday night's game. And Akron is dropping its ban on gatherings. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, December the 11th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost on Thursday filed a brief with the U.S. Supreme Court opposing a Texas lawsuit seeking to delay the Electoral College from voting Joe Biden in as the next U.S. president. Yost, a Columbus Republican, argues that the Supreme Court lacks authority to order state legislatures in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin to appoint presidential electors. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton's lawsuit argues such a move is needed because coronavirus-related changes to election rules in those states open the door for unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud. Yo said the courts have no more business ordering the people's representatives how to choose electors than they do ordering the people themselves how to choose their dinners. Yost did encourage the Supreme Court to rule on whether the election changes made by the states so close to the election are unconstitutional. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine extended his 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew, which was to expire this week into the first week of January, and announced what he called a 21-day protocol of behaviors for Ohioans to use to stop COVID-19 from overwhelming hospitals. The protocol includes nothing people have not heard repeatedly since the pandemic began, even though DeWine made it sound like this was something new or novel. Social distancing, hand washing, mask wearing, working remotely, avoiding travel, not eating and drinking with people outside your household. When asked how, if one of the protocols is dining only with household members, he can leave restaurants open. DeWine said people in restaurants should not sit at tables with people from outside their households. DeWine also gave dispensation from his curfew to people attending Monday night's Browns game and three other major sporting events in the state that take place at night. Akron will drop its ban on gatherings with more than six guests who are not household residents and a requirement that attendees at smaller gatherings wear masks because the citywide measures are too small-scale to curb regional spread of the coronavirus. Mayor Dan Horrigan said that other communities failed to enact similar measures and that impeded the effectiveness of Akron's restrictions. The private gathering ordinance, which expires Wednesday, allows for police enforcement that could result in $250 fines. No fines have been issued as of Thursday. In a statement, Harrigan said data shows that community spread of the coronavirus is happening in homes. But we've never seen any data that shows that, and Harrigan did not indicate what data he was referring to. A spokeswoman for the mayor later said it was based on contact tracing by the Summit County Health Department, data that has not been released publicly. 
New unemployment benefits claims last week jumped by more than 30% over the previous week to more than 36,000 claims, the highest level since spring. The number of ongoing jobless claims rose by nearly 6% to more than 271,000, according to statistics released Thursday by the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services. That's the most since mid-October. New unemployment claims have generally been on the rise for several weeks. New coronavirus cases have surged in Ohio during the same period, though it's not clear how many of those jobless claims were a direct result of the virus. Cleveland City Council voted 14-2 to Wednesday to extend by a whopping 30 years the original 30 years of development aid Cleveland provided for the Flats East Bank project. The Wall Street Group had already received 30 years of tax discounts to do the development in the first place, but City Council decided to double it, providing tax breaks through the year 2070. The Wall Street Group says the move will help it refinance debt and ensure that city-backed loans are repaid. The Ohio General Assembly created the power for cities to extend tax deferments for up to 60 years in the last state budget. Intended for large projects, that authority expires at the end of this year. The Flats East Bank project is a $500 million development involving about 25 acres along the east bank of the Cuyahoga River. Initial phases included construction of a hotel, the Ernst & Young office tower, entertainment and retail sites, and about 240 apartments. That's one sweet deal, and one you have never really seen before in Cleveland. Might have been nice if they had some robust debate before rushing it through during their last meeting of the year. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. We will be back Monday with another roundup of the region's top news. 